Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle, a gorgeous, stunning Seattle. I mean, really real skirt weather here in Seattle. Typical skirt weather is tights and boots. I wore the best one you for did? today. Really? Yes, my skirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> you hadn't stand up quite yet, so That's right. it's, it's not a, a kilt? It's a secret. Oh, it's a secret. I don't think I could rock it. Really? Uh, no, oh, I don't think I, think I can you do could. it. You're tall enough. And you're a cougar. That's Cougars? the thing. I'm tall enough. People can yeah. see up oh. underneath there. I'm, I'm scared. But you're a cougar, you know, and cougars could rock I it. am a cougar. Yeah. Thank you very much. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I didn't mean that kind of a cougar. Oh. For those of you who don't live in Seattle, Washington State University is cougars. You know, we've got huskies. Half of the state. Half of the state. Some of us <laughs> tend to blend over to the other side I know. Of the state. My family's a blend. One husky, two That's cougars. Fine. I know. What can I say? We're all one happy uh, state. Yeah. Well, it's gorgeous here in Washington. Stunning, actually. In fact, I'm leaving tomorrow for Laguna Beach to give a talk and teach a workshop on intuitive health at the Awakening Bookstore in Laguna Hills. And I was thinking when I made this arrangement, you know, months ago that, oh, I'm going to be in beautiful sunshine. Well, I already have it here at home. Gorgeous, gorgeous sunshine. But I'm thrilled to be in 80 degree weather plus in Laguna Hills starting tomorrow. I'm going to lay by the pool. Uh, You know that. And I'm going to go to the beach and walk and Sounds refreshing. But I think all the Seattle people will be enjoying the weather that I'll be enjoying to some degree, and I'm very happy about that. I'll come home to more sunshine. So today we have an interesting um, schedule. We're going to talk to Kelly McGillis. She's the founder of Woman for One for half half of the show, the first half an hour. And then we're going to talk about fear and take your calls the second half of the hour. So Kelly McGillis is the founder of Woman for One, a global movement of authenticity and inspiration for women throughout the world. In fact, when I talked with Kelly this Several months ago, she interviewed me for her beautiful program um, at lunch. Um, yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. That uh, she also told me that many of her followers are also Middle Eastern women, which, of course, I loved because my children are half Middle Eastern. I found that very fascinating. So this beautiful movement um, is on a website, currently has reached over 4 million people from over 50 countries, and it's only in its second year of existence. Pretty impressive. For the last 20 years, Kelly has worked in the field of organizational development group, facultation, and training. She was a management consultant with experience in nonprofit management and small business development. She lives near Seattle with her husband and six kids. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you, Marie. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's lovely to have you six children. How did you even get here today all put together (laughs) like you are? They're all teenagers. They take care of themselves. Oh, I know, but teenagers somewhat. Are, I think they're harder. I think that teenagers in I mean, a different t- way. Yeah, because they want you more. Yes. <laughs> it's like I remember I could be doing anything if Mina, my youngest, who's a Pisces, who didn't always, you know, share until, you know, if I was folding laundry or whatever, I had to put it down, uh-huh. stop cooking. I, it was very time consuming. The drama sometimes, <laughs> yeah. yes. The drama. So I don't know. I mean, toddlers <laughs> is a little bit better. You give them some pots and pans and some bananas and you're kind of set, but not at this. So they're all teenagers, really? Yes, they are. They're ages. Wow. Well, no, my daughter's 12. She'll be 13 in August. Pretty That's a teenager, close, though. yeah. Might as well roll that one in. 13 to 19. Yeah. Wow. So how do you do years. that? Yeah. That's a lot. It's actually, well, I have three stepchildren and three of my own children. Right. And they're all my children as of well. Of course, but, yeah. Um, I love it. I 
I've always worked with teenagers. So oh, so you're that was prepared. kind of my specialty. Teenagers oh. were a little more challenging for me. <laughs> <laughs> I I really love uh, wow. working with teenagers. Wow. All my so life, you were so. prepared for this moment in time. No, I wasn't. Actually, somebody put on a site last night, be afraid, be very afraid to be a parent. And I wrote, <laughs> yes, be afraid and love it too. Just right. embrace it. Right. Absolutely. I, <laughs> you just it's, have to embrace it. It's one of those incredible joys, you know, that um, takes your breath away and gives you beautiful memories for the rest of your life. I, 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 I don't think I've learned more lessons from anything except parenting. Ah, mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think that's a sign of a good parent because children are our best teachers. And so when you're learning from parenting, that means you're truly engaged, really paying attention. And I mean, it's, it's like getting a PhD in life, uh, you mm-hmm. know, for those people who choose to have children. You know, I think it's that way. Absolutely. And it's it so interesting you say that because in my last interview, my first question was, who are the people that have influenced you wow. the most in this in this in your life? And uh-huh. I said, my three children. Wow. Absolutely. Right. Not even it didn't even no, it I didn't did. even pause. So Benny, who's <laughs> our um, our engineer here in the studio, he has a he has twins, two little You almost toddler. said a pair of twins. I'm I know, like, I where's the other say, set? <laughs> I didn't I was know gonna about say this. that, right? Yeah, Maria, but, you're not telling me. I know. So how old are the boys right now? <laughs> They're about two and six months, uh, two and a half. Yeah. So, so that a little bit of a nightmare time period. How many bananas do you have to give them? It's I'm actually just totally fine. And you were mentioning earlier the weather. It's really nice in Seattle. So now we're outside more often. They're oh, running right. around. Make sure they're properly protected with sunscreen. Yes. Their little skin. Is All those daddy requirements, yeah, but right? it's so much fun. I mean, they love running around and finding. Uh, definitely, their their motor skills is hilarious because they'll just be like sprinting across and then boom, and then they'll get up like it was nothing. Like, yay, we'll do it again. So it's a good time right now. Wow, it really is. That's really lovely. So Kelly, um, why did you decide to start Women for Win One? Well, I would say a couple of years ago, um, I had a, I was in a place in my life where I. Um, decided that I wanted to kind of come into my passion. You know, Oprah always talks about finding your passion. What Mm -hmm. is your passion? And, you know, I've always worked with people my whole life in nonprofits, helping them start things. And I decided to really do some soul searching. I had been through some big things in my life. I had lost a dear friend to a terminal illness. Yes. And I had gone through divorce, like many of us have. And I had just completed blending this family of eight of us. So I felt like I was in the place in my life where I could take a stop and really check in with my intuition and find out what it is that I wanted to do to be a service to the world. And what came up for me, I sat down and I meditated and really checked in with my intuition. And I think more importantly, got really quiet and listened to those whispers in our intuition. And I heard global movement, Hmm. global. I kept hearing global. Hmm. And then I heard women for one. So I went online and got the URL, uh-huh. <laughs> and I didn't know what I was doing, but I surrendered, and I knew I wanted to write. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it just evolved, and I set my intention to really listen to those quiet whispers of my intuition to follow what – and be the channel and follow what needed to happen to be the conduit for Women for One instead of making something happen. Mm-hmm. So whenever I would hear yes, I'd – I'd follow it. It was kind of like a mystery. And when I'd hear no, I'd stop and not do that. And it's been a mystery for a couple of years, and it's unfolded that way. It's been a beautiful process. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the way it's supposed to be when people discover their purpose or their path beyond, you know, partnership or children, if indeed they have passions beyond that, Mm -hmm. which many people do or at some point um, hope to. Right. I think it is a very gentle, soft approach. And a lot of people mm-hmm. approach it out of desperation and fear and anxiety when you're really just supposed to meant, meant to wait 
for the whispers to happen, right? That those slight, calm voices, which is the true essence of intuition anyway. I so agree with that. And I think if I could do that in every single part of my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be enlightened. I'd love it. <laughs> um, but I practice it with Women for One to kind of translate it to other parts of my life. It's lovely. It's, it's a great practice every right. day to say, should I be doing this? Yes. Or I'll just hear something and I'll just follow it. Uh-huh. I don't go full force. I'll just kind of follow the nudges. And sometimes it works or sometimes it takes me to somewhere else. I think that's a beautiful way of looking at it. When you have something in your life that feeds you passionately and it seems effortless and it just grows and mm-hmm. beyond anything that you could have imagined, mm-hmm. then you do get to use those experiences and the other aspects of your life, you know, uh, to help them to be as growth oriented and as peaceful as possible. That's a great way to look at it. I wish everyone had that in their life. I truly do. And I know you do too as well because you interview people who have found their passion. I mean, that's yes. one of your 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 greatest uh connections to Women for One is mm-hmm. you get to talk to individuals who are who are working on that path of awareness and who are serving others in some sort of regard that brings them great joy. Absolutely. We have, actually, I, I think of Women for One in, in three, we have three tenets in Women for mm-hmm. One. It's authenticity, inspiration, and manifestation. And so authenticity is really, you know, that word is kind of a buzzword these days, but really taking a look at what authenticity means to you, how to get into your authentic Mm -hmm. authentic self, Mm -hmm. how to get real and congruent with who you are. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, in my life, I mean, growing up and creating, I created this idealized image of being a mom Mm -hmm. in my early 30s. I was like, I want to be a mom. I want to be the perfect friend, the perfect wife. And a lot of us do that. And when I kind of woke up one day after, you know, it's kind of like that talking head song. Have you ever heard it? This is not my beautiful wife, you know. (laughs) I, I felt like I woke up and went, what am I doing here? Mm. What is going to bring me peace? What's going to bring me passion and bring me back into authenticity, if that makes sense? Oh, totally makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so when did you notice that when you started Woman for One that people around the world were interested? And, and I love the whole Middle Eastern connection. I, I find I that too. so fascinating. I, you know, you know how you, this is how you know it's from intuition, because right. I have had no interest in my past in Middle Eastern women. I've always been fascinated by international cultures and different cultures. But the fact that in social media, the following I have is so huge in the Middle East, uh, Syria, Macedonia, Egypt, all of those, it's, it constitutes half my following right now. Wow. And the demographics are 18 to 24 wow. years old. Young. And, right. And then we have the, the other side, the other 50% is 40 to 55-year-old women in Australia, Europe, and the United States. Wow. So it's just interesting to see the two. We all have common struggles. We're all women. We all have that thread that's, you know, in between all of us that we can a commonalities that we have. Well, and what I loved, I was looking at your website again this morning, and you have an area on your site where people can tell their own stories. Mm-hmm. And you encourage them through an application process, of course, right. you know, because we want to make sure the video is, is good for everyone, mm-hmm. um, where they can go ahead and video their own story. You have many different topics, and they do it through mm-hmm. YouTube, and then you put it on your site. I yes. mean, that's fantastic. Well, and that's that's really where I came to about a year ago. I heard I was highlighting a lot of causes when we were doing at mm, first right. because that's kind of was where my comfort zone. Right. And I heard you need to allow women to share their stories because everybody has wisdom and mm-hmm. everybody also needs to kind of release that story right. so that they can manifest a new v- vision for their future. Um, whatever way they, they want to do it, whether it's written, audio, just sharing it with the wow. world wow. so that we all feel connected and not alone. 
Right. And the stories have been incredible. Oh, they, they must Overwhelming. be. I'm sure. You know, some of the topics are childbirth, death, divorce, education, empowerment, fatherhood, fear of money, manifesting wealth, and fertility challenges. I just, I think, what a great idea. I mean, I think it really helps, you know, everyone in Woman for One to come together and feel like the site really belongs to everyone, not just the beautifully, you know, public figures that you, you interview, but that everyone feels like they have a voice. I And they're all ex- extremely, everybody is so valid and their their stories are so empowering to read. They're wow. beautiful. I bet they are. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a break here in a moment here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're interviewing Kelly McGillis. She's the founder of Woman for One. And we're going to be right back. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We bring a unique talk radio blend your way every Friday and Saturday on 1150 KKNW. From pop culture to the paranormal, you get variety in a conversational style. Whether it's UFOs or ESP, angels or the afterlife, Bigfoot or your big dreams, everything is fair game on our show. Join the A-Team of Alternative Talk Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on the station that leads the pack without following the herd. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. If you live in or near Orange County, California, you won't want to miss Marie's upcoming events at Awakenings Bookstore in Laguna Hills. Friday, June 7th, Marie will be giving a free talk and signing copies of Intuitive Self-Healing. Then on Saturday, June 8th, Marie will be teaching a four-hour workshop on intuitive health. Come join in on the fun, and you might even receive a mini-reading. Call Awakenings Bookstore at 949-457-0797 to register. Again, 949-457-0797. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous... Real skirt-wearing uh, weather here. I mean, not, this doesn't happen very often. <laughs> you know, We have layers and boots and tights, like I said earlier. So 
Um, we're all very excited here in the studio. Apparently, uh, so is Benny. He's hiding the skirt underneath that. Uh, How did you know? <laughs> Shh. Don't tell anybody. Um, so I'm interviewing Kelly McGillis. She is the founder of Woman for One and located here in Seattle. Yes. And you've interviewed a lot of really fun people. In fact, we've interviewed some similar people as well. You know, mm-hmm. that's something we have um, in similarity. So who is your favorite person that you've interviewed? Ooh. Well, you, Marie. Oh, no, that's not true. We know that's not true. <laughs> no, but. I loved you. You were great. It's great because we have so much in common right. with our backgrounds. Yeah. Um, gosh, well, I love Tosha Silver. Mm-hmm. Tosha Silver um, wrote a book called Outrageous Openness, Letting the Divine Take the Lead. Mm-hmm. What an amazing woman. And what I loved about her the most was she brought a lightness and humor to the whole spirituality new age movement it's just she was very she calls herself she's a self-described spiritual pragmatist and i love that she's very grounded in what she does she's very light about it but yet she she really speaks about some deep spiritual principles wow um, for our life wow Mm -hmm. and you did your interview um, process before from written you know yes and now you've moved to audio and video yes that's exciting it feels like that your site has just it grew up you know it It did it was it was beautiful and lovely but now it's become this mature you know uh, very exciting reflection of Mm -hmm. you and your desires and your passion and so you're going to be audio videoing or as she said videoing and Gary Zukoff I am and you get to go to Ashland I am very excited (sighs) I get to go to see the Soul Institute and I'm very excited about him. And I've always loved Gary, as we spoke about. But I, I think because the recent tragedies that have happened in our in our world mm. and in our country, he's written a lot about that on social media and on his site. Mm. And I was drawn back in by him because mm. he spoke about pulling the root of violence. And because I'm dealing with women all over the world right. that are, you know, internally impressed and right. externally impressed. Right. I really loved his his take on and his perspective on that we really need to take a look at what we're doing and take personal responsibility for the inner violence that we're acting out on ourselves personally and within our small circle of friends and family. I loved it. Wow. Um, the Seat of the Soul is still one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. I've, I don't know how many times I've read it. I've given away many times the book. And then, of course, I love new books. So I love to go in a bookstore and just buy another new mm-hmm. copy. So I'm so excited to see that interview. I'm sure it'll be wonderful. And he's great on video. You know, I know. I'm very excited. Energy is lovely. And, you know, you're going to the place where the Shakespearean festivals are. And I didn't know that. Yes. I'm not from the Northwest originally. I'm still oh. learning. <laughs> yeah. They, they have an outdoor theater there. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it's most alive in the summer. And so um, maybe while you're there, you can... Go watch a beautiful play like Othello or be Romeo cool. and Juliet. And, yeah, I've been there several times. It's a beautiful place. It's a very woo-woo part of the Northwest. I think you're going to cool. like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, Ashland's fantastic. That's great. So um, what are some of the other features that you have about the website? Well, as I talked about with, you know, when I was talking about the three tenets, authenticity, inspiration, and manifestation. Inspiration can be, um, we, we have a lot of inspirational stories on our site, but we also have books um, that we have selected where we put our book list and we categorize it for people if they want to pick up a good book like you were talking about um, that we've all read. My team and I have all read and that we love. So mm-hmm. we'd also welcome people suggesting books for that as well. And then we have these quotes because sometimes in our lives we have a lot going on. We just need a little quote to drop into our field every day and drop right. into our body and just experience it and just sit quietly with it. And we have beautiful quotes and pictures on our site as well. Mm -hmm. So why do you think Woman for One is growing so quickly? (laughs) I really believe that, um, uh, that 
the word movement, when I sat down and I heard that word uh-huh. from my intuition, is a beautiful word. I mean, I love, I, I didn't want to start a blog. I love blogs, but I did not want to start You're a good writer. Just a blog. Write. Yeah. Because I felt like I've always been, I love women. I've always been connected and they've been my sisters my whole life. And I felt like w- joining a movement is a very different thing because a movement is a collection of people. And I believe that the collective consciousness all over the world right now regarding the feminine movement Mm -hmm. is very big and it's growing and there's a big feminine shift, not just like the feminine movement from the 70s. Women are stepping into their power more than ever from the feminine place, not from the masculine do, do, do place, but from that soft, beautiful, powerful feminine place. Mm, I love that. And I think, you know, more women are jumping on board saying, I want to learn about this. So we created a site with that intention for it to be very feminine. It doesn't mean we're excluding men because every we're all balanced. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, we we really did that with that intention. Mm -hmm. Um, And so do you have plans beyond this? Because I think you do. Like, (laughs) you know, like, are you planning to some live events and things of that nature? We are. And. I, once again, am following my intuition, which is a challenge when you're planning. (laughs) You have to have goals. um, But we do have some online webinars planned. And we're also looking into doing an event in Chicago with several uh, specialists in different areas that affect women. And that'll happen the next year or two, I think. I think that's a great idea. I think you'll have a lot of fun Mm -hmm. planning it. Um, and because your audience is so large, you'll be able to attract a lot of people to the experience. Absolutely. And I also think that the goal should be to not just have a conference where someone's standing up as an expert and speaking, but really shifting it into more of a participatory. Everybody has wisdom. Everybody has resources. And to mm-hmm. have them share that in a Lovely. venue. So what are you working on personally? You know, because we know about your work and your passion and your dreams, you know, as for you as an individual. But what are you working on personally for you in your life? Well, I am first and foremost a parent, like I was talking about before. And my son's graduating from high school next week, which I'm really excited about. Um, And really, that Women for One and my husband and my children are my life right now. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I get a lot of my my growth and my fun and my passion. It's easy because I am passionate about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going to have one of the the chicks fly out of the nest. I know. Up. My stepdaughter left last year, but this is a, a big deal for me. It's right. You no, know, it's your first. I feel like it's my first experience, like first day of kindergarten. Now my first, <laughs> yeah. my first child is leaving. Right. And he's <laughs> going to go to school out of state. Yes. So it's not like he can just drive home on the weekend with his laundry. Right. <laughs> right. Does that sound familiar, Benny? Did you drive home on the weekend with your laundry? Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Well, my, my youngest is 23 and she still drives across the bridge with her laundry. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, and some extra snacks and, you know, cut climbs into bed with me and asks me to put my hands on her so she can get an energy session. (laughs) I'll have to be doing distance sessions for my son. You're going to be doing distance sessions. And so you're going to be flying to Arizona, do you think? Yes, we have a place there, so it'll be nice. Lovely. So it sounds like a perfect organizational plan. It is. More more Arizona vacations. You'll be wearing lots of skirts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what would you like to share while we wrap up our time with you today about your experience or how you would like people to connect with you on Women for One? Well, you can always go and email me at kelly at womenforone.com or go to our website. But I do want to say that um, I, I really believe in this 
this commonality and interconnectedness that all of us have as women. And that's why when we were talking about the Middle Eastern women, I can get on a Skype call with an Australian woman or a 23-year-old Middle Eastern woman that's getting her PhD in feminism at Cairo University and feel like she's a dear friend that's going through the same struggles I am. And it, it really helps me and others feel very connected in a community such as ours. And I, I'd invite everyone to click on our share page and share your story, either written, audio, or video. We want to hear from you, and we want to hear what new vision you're creating for your life because that's we all have choice in our lives. Ah, beautifully well said, and I also encourage people to go to the Woman for One website. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook. Gary Zukoff will be coming up soon yes. after you're, you know, been at the— um, the beautiful festival there. Yeah, you know, Seed of the Soul it. and yes. the festival. That's great. Thank you so time. much for having oh, you're me. Welcome. I really appreciate it, Marie. Lovely to, and congratulations to your son and Thank your family. You. Thank you. And I wish you a beautiful summer. You too. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. We're taking your calls. So I'll be, I will be intuitively answering your questions as always. And we're going to be talking about fear. We'll be right back. is delighted to announce that she will be teaching two interactive workshops at both Hollyhock locations this year. First up is her intuitive health workshop at the beautiful Cortez Island in British Columbia, June 14th through the 19th. This tranquil setting is the perfect backdrop to invigorate your self-healing skills with intuition. November 8th through the 10th, Marie will be back at Hollyhock, Vancouver, BC location to teach a two and a half day workshop on connecting to guidance. Learn how to open the channels of communication with your guides and tap into vast resources of wisdom. Don't forget to register online at hollyhawk.ca. This is your boy 50 Cent, and I'm here with Scott. Hi there. Scott's a true family man, but he might not catch your attention right away, so I'm lending my voice. Now what happened, Scott? Well, 50, I never thought it would be me. I was just your everyday middle-class working American, but then I lost my job and still had a family of four to feed. I was afraid. You know, I was expecting people to be judgmental about me needing help, but I didn't run into any of that. The food bank is about more than just meals. It's about encouraging and helping people when they need it most. Today, one in six Americans don't know where their next meal is coming from. Scott here could be your neighbor, your co-worker, your friend. He's just like you, and you probably don't even know he's struggling. But you can make a difference in Scott's life today. So visit feedinamerica.org hunger and find a local food bank to help. I'm Scott. And I'm 50 Cent. Together we are Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath, Dr. Sheila Dunmerit 
to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. Do you want to know what heaven is really like? Join Dr. Evan Alexander, author of the New York Times bestseller, Proof of Heaven, a neurosurgeon's journey into the afterlife on Friday, June 14th at the Center of Spiritual Living as he shares his transformative experience, its profound lessons, and complete revision of everything he has come to believe about science, consciousness, spirituality, and the very nature of all existence. Visit Marie's events page at energyintuitive.com to register. Clear, clean, and crisp. Check us out in digital quality sound on FM 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. Back to my Magna Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle talking about fear. It's actually one of my favorite subjects to talk about because fear, really, all it is, it's something that you're not allowing your consciousness to expand beyond. So it's a really incredible opportunity to become more fully awake. So anything in your life that's scaring the you know what out of you, it's actually a true gift. It's a, it's a, awesome opportunity to reevaluate that, number one, fear doesn't exist. It's just an illusion. I mean, Benny, I bet you were scared to death to have kids. Oh, absolutely. I think <laughs> all parents are becoming <laughs> yeah. our first parents, you know, yeah, or even going through the whole nine months, the process from both sides. Right, sure. right. Well, and your father's a doctor, so you know mm-hmm. a lot about health and medicine and, you know, you've heard stories. And, and even coming from his perspective of a professional, he sees it from one angle. Not from the other, if, if he hasn't been a father yet, but yet he's delivering children. Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. So there's different, all different types of things. All kinds of, fear. of things. Yeah, sure. So fear is actually, it's, it's really a gateway, an opening to something very incredible in your life. And so when something is scaring the heck out of you, it doesn't mean to run the other direction or hide against it or put your head in the sand or pretend that it's not happening. It's an opportunity to engage with your soul and to awaken your consciousness. And, and I think that's the hardest part of it, because even for myself, I have areas of my life that I find frightening or challenging, and I have to really open up all my books and reread passages that remind me that this is an incredible moment where I get to allow myself to align with my magnificence. Um, and so that's what we're talking about today. And we have lovely callers um, already ready to talk to us. So I would love to go ahead and go to the phone lines. Yeah, they've been waiting patiently. And if you'd like to join us on the show, the number is 877-825-8828 on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And we are discussing fear. And we will uh, travel northward. We'll head up uh, Toronto. We have Sabrina joining us. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm actually calling um, to find out the connection between the bladder and fear. I've been dealing a lot with uh, stress incontinence recently, also night incontinence, and I'm wondering if that's related to fear. Yeah. Um, It sounds like you have, like, even some cystitis, like a lot of irritation in the bladder. Um, Okay. Yeah, lots of irritation. And, you know, I'm going to be in Toronto. I'm going to be in your area giving a book talk and giving a workshop. Yeah, I've already um, booked it on my calendar. I'm very excited. (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, I'm so excited to go to that part. I haven't been that far north yet. And I'm just so excited. It feels so delicious. So I know you live in a beautiful area. First of all, the bladder, along with the gallbladder and the sinuses, um, they're about frustration. 
And so, okay. so when we have irritations in our life, and a lot of times they're kind of under the cover, you know, they're, they're, they're so consistent or kind of constant, especially by the time it's affecting an organ that's so deep in the body like the bladder. The frustrations have been there for a while, maybe decades. And, um, and part of it because is you have such great focus and you like everything perfect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it can be very frustrating because nothing is going to be perfect, not in the way that humans look at the way that we organize perfection. You know, tree perfection right. is like an old growth forest, you know, where there's ferns growing at the top of trees for sunlight. And there's nurseries that have popped up in old growth dying trees and moss all over the ground. That's perfection. It really means flow. Uh, there's actually a really a wonderful um, baking soda recipe for um, irritation of the bladder. I will have a, have Alyssa get your email address before you hang up today, and then she can oh. send you a link to it. Um, one of my dear friends who's a naturopath um, told me about it for a client um, that we shared, and it worked very well. So, so what you're going to have to do, this is what we get to do with fear too as well, is to fall in love with frustration or irritation. In fact, even falling in love with the incontinence would be wonderful for you. First, okay. first of all, it could actually slow down that incontinence, start to get some great muscle movement back into that area of your body. And, and if you don't get full recovery from it, then you're going to be led to all the other things that can help you gain recovery of that. Um, oh, okay. I'm also, when I'm in your second chakra and we're having a big chat, you have a very talkative second chakra. Have you ever considered writing a book? Uh, it's something in the back of my mind, yes. Yes, because you have a, a, a book <laughs> in your second chakra, and the second chakra oh. is about passion, and you have a lot to say, and you're some someone who, I, I know you engage, I know I, I keep talking over you, and I apologize for that, I just want to make sure I get everything out before I go to the next caller, um, but okay. you, have, you have a lot to say, and you tend to kind of hold back your wisdom. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yeah, so I would encourage you... To let that out, that could be part of your frustrations. That could be a big part of some underlying frustration that your soul is going, release, let go, expand, be expressive. Um, that could very well help um, the bladder as well. The, the, okay. the second chakra is about shame um, in terms of problems that, that we see in the bladder is governed by the second chakra from my perception. And so I think being fully expressive is something that feels a little shameful for you. And I would work on feeling comfortable about that because all of us will just gain great insight from it um, when you share. Okay. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. And I'm sending beautiful light to your bladder and the urethra and all of those gorgeous parts of your body so that um, they can relax a little bit or get stronger in some areas and let you have more recuperative sleep. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. See you in a few months. Yeah, thanks, Sabrina, for calling in. Leaves another line open here at the Marie Manu Cherry Show. It's 877-825-8828. And uh, the topic of uh, today is this discussion around fear. Yeah. And fear, of course, is on many different levels. Yeah. And you know what's so interesting is our last caller, she's so right, because the kidneys are also in that second chakra. Mm-hmm. And the kidneys and the adrenal glands in Chinese medicine is about fear. It's that flight or fight response. So she's absolutely correct. And we have two kidneys, so it's fight on one, <laughs> fight yeah. on one side, probably fight on the other, right? I think that's a perfect way to look at hmm. it. And it's, and it's challenging when you're in that space because when you've been hit in that fight or flight response, it feels dangerous. Yeah. Like there's danger. And so it's really hard to get out of that pattern that your life's at risk and you got to keep running. And vulnerability, if I can get that word out. Yeah, yeah. vulnerability, mm-hmm. the sure. true essence of power. Yeah, very well said. Lovely. All right. Uh, let's take these phone lines and the calls. We have now Victoria calling in. Victoria, welcome to the Marie Manu Terry Show. What's up? 
Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, yes, yeah, speaking of fear, I, um, I've been in the process of moving into a new career. I took a big risk and left um, my work about four and a half years ago. And now it's, I'm ready. I've been, I took your Reiki workshop, Marie. It was oh, wonderful. Thank Last, you. And, um, so that's part of my toolbox, a wellness coach, and doing a lot of different studying and meditating and moving forward. And now I've got all these ideas. Yet I'm not manifesting anything. I'm not right. kind of moving into this new space, and um, I'm curious about what's holding me back. My sense is there's some fear, there. <laughs> but I, you know, I need to move. Like, and also there's fear around. Oh, there's fear. I'm not moving forward with right. this. So maybe I need to go back to the old world. I'm I'm out of money, and what am I doing? And so all of those lovely. Right, right. No, and I love that you said lovely gifts. I think that's fantastic. And you actually feel calm to me in comparison to other people that I've felt that are in the position that you are right now. So congratulations for that. So so here's what we want to do. We want to we want to step up the juice into your body so that your personality gets convinced about what your soul has already told you and what your guidance system has told you, that you are meant to work in a holistic fashion in the world and not go back to the old ways that don't feed you any longer, right? They just don't feed you. It's like mm-hmm. you're, you're bored to death if you went back to your old life of work, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that doesn't, that's not a bad thing. That's just good information. It's, it's again, another sort of validation that you're on the right track. So here's what I'm going to love that, for you to do. And I want you to know that I did this myself. I'm, I'm, I'm such a believer in affirmations. And I believe that the personality needs to be talked into the truth because that's where the fear comes from. The personality says, oh, but if I don't do this, I'm going to starve and live on the streets. Um, and, and then it shuts down our whole cellular activity. We don't feel the connection to the divine. We can't hear the magic of the universe because our personality has reacted to the world that we live in, the physical world. And so I want you to start walking around the house and telling yourself how successful you are, how grateful you are for your magnificent career, how you get to touch people in ways that you never believed beyond your wildest dreams. I want you to talk yourself into what you want. That's, that's what I highly recommend. And and don't stop, because this is what a lot of people do when it comes right. to affirming things. Because it's really the personality that needs to be convinced. The soul already knows. The soul's like, well, of course. Right. Of course. Um, yeah. Don't stop until it happens. And, and then you can change your dynamic into something else that you're wanting to manifest or create if you're having challenges. Because we don't always have challenges in every area of our life that we wish to manifest. Just those ones that are fearful are there to help us to move beyond the limiting beliefs and into expanded consciousness for our positive evolution and the evolution of the entire universe. So do yeah. not stop. Yeah, it feels, it's funny you say that, you know, not always in all areas of our lives that we're challenged, you know, like some things get out of balance, others we're more focused on. And but actually right now it seems like everything. <laughs> it's, <laughs> well, everything. it's relationship, it's my career, it's, the, it's like touching everything. Well, that's because, you know, even though you feel better than the majority of people who I talk to are in this place that you're in, so you're not alone, you know, and I've been there. I certainly have been there. I mean, at the time that I was switching from a a registered oncology nurse to a woo-woo lady, I was also getting a divorce. I was having to pay the mortgage by myself, you know. I mean, so there was a lot going on in my life, but what I was doing, even though it was growing, brought me more joy probably as much joy, very close to having the same joy that I had having children. So I knew I was on the right track. Yeah. And and so the things that are morphing, they're not bad. They're just shifting because you're shifting. 
Yeah, and I just have one quick question. I know it's um, it, it's interesting because I've been moving forward, and I've got a couple of messages from some of my, um, you know, a board of directors, if you will, the people who support me, and and what has come up recently, which I never thought of, but was around being a medical intuitive, and I was like, wow. I mean, I did some work when I was a teenager with um, around this, and did a lot of metaphysical work when I was very young, but um, but I never really thought about that. And so... Well, here's what your guides are telling me. And I don't hear this very often. It certainly is what my guides asked me, um, because I'm also a medical intuitive. Do you want to be an x-ray machine that can determine disease processes in the body? Do you want that to be your your main um, way of description of medical intuitive? Or would you like to be more so than the x-ray machine or the MRI, which is really fun. I mean, I love that when I accurately diagnose a disease. But a lot of people who seek um, alternative health um, have already been diagnosed, number one, or have not been diagnosed. So you're not going to, you know, an MRI machine didn't work, you know, especially with autoimmune disorders. Or would you like to be the individual, and this is what your guides are very excited about, the individual that discovers the core reason why a person created the disease anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. so let that be your your go-to place, because I think you're going to be very talented and gifted in that area. And that's what people want. That's what they want to work on. You know, how can I get to that place where I can have real knowingness of why I created this in my life? And disease is no different than a divorce or a bankruptcy or um, the loss of a loved one. You know, it's another area that we can grow in and shift in, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And so I think that that's where your medical intuitiveness will That makes forward. perfect sense. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. Okay, you too. You know, so Benny, I made these really lovely cards. They're called Affirm Your Worth um, because I am such a fan of affirmations and I love manifesting. And so I'm very happy that I get to offer my very own tool. There's 45 printed affirmations because I believe that we can only manifest to the level that we believe that we're deserving and worthy of. Absolutely. And so when you think you're all that in a bag of chips, <laughs> um, then you start- Are you calling anyone in particular out? Uh well, I don't no. know. What kind of chips do you... I love chips. I, I'm with you. I'm right. a salt guy. Okay, so mm-hmm. maybe I shouldn't bring you banana bed yeah, right. in the future. I should bring you chips. No, you're fine. Yeah. I brought um, Benny some. I'm cooking at home, and I live at home alone. And so we're the product testers. Yes, you are. And and Alyssa is getting ready for her wedding, so you know I'm baking goods, and she's like, Marie. Stop. <laughs> so, Benny, you get to um, have organic, I will take one for the team. Uh, yeah, banana yep. bread. I'm not getting into a wedding dress anytime soon either, so I might be okay. Okay. That's so lovely. <laughs> so what I love about these cards is there's a gorgeous affirmation. In fact, I'll read one today. I'm opening yes, the box please right do. now. They're beautiful. Gina um, who created these. She also created my website, her art, her and her husband. They're wonderful. And there's five blank cards in here. So you can write down five of your own affirmations. Good idea. It's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to pull the top one You can have off. your kids even write some Ooh, stuff. Ooh, yeah. yeah, right? Perfect. Um, so there's a beautiful message. This is one of my favorites. I'm willing to take more risk in order to create an abundance of joy in my life, right? And then underneath there's a message. It can be either from me, the universe, a departed loved one, your spirit guides, and and my little message is, I love it when you do that. Take chances. Whoa. So so you want to read the affirmation out loud, and then I like to silently read the message, you know, from the universe. Um, it, it just makes my day. And, and of course, there's directions on how to use the cards, by the way. Um, and there's multiple ways to do it. But I think that it's a wonderful way for all of us to manifest and pull in what we deserve. So who's next on Perfect. the phone lines for uh, us? Yes, let's travel down southward. We have Valerie now calling in from Portland, Oregon. Valerie, welcome to the Marie Manuchary Show. Thanks, Benny. Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? 
I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, I'm calling, actually, about my um, left wrist. I have what they call uh, mommy's thumb. I'm a new mom. <laughs> I have a 10-month-old. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's been a bit of a... a Life-changing transition. Yeah, you but, think? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think time. I'm finally starting to appreciate it for, for the well, change that it's bringing. Well, congratulations. And you're right. It's it's the hardest job on the planet, I think. And, you know, it I'm is. sure all my I have a lot of girlfriends that never had children, and they had all this fun traveling all over the world while I was changing diapers and and chasing toddlers, not two at a time like Vinny. Um, and I'm sure they had some incredible experiences themselves. So the wrists, I fractured both of my wrists, so I really know what these guys are about. I tend to break bones. That's what, how I create change in my life. Um, and so wrists are about allowing the universe to support you. Mm-hmm. About letting creation in to help you. And, and I can totally see, thanks to your wonderful explanation about now you're starting to embrace this you know, interesting, complete change of life that lasts forever yeah. <laughs> um, is, is that you really need to let creation come in and help you. You're not alone in the universe. There are so many helpers for you, of course, physically, but spiritually and emotionally and energetically. You don't have to do anything alone. You get to have all the love and support and guidance and help, even on the physical plane, if you allow it in. How do I allow it in? Ah, well, so, you know, again, you know, since I'm a fan of talking to yourself, start talking to yourself and saying (laughs) every day in every way, I allow myself to step aside and to be guided and nurtured by all of the Mm. beings that are in my highest good. Mm. So I would start saying that every day, make it your morning prayer. And I believe in saying things more than once because it's like the cells in the, in the body need to hear it more than once. They're not always convinced after the first sentence. Maybe you can say it to yourself even silently as you're falling asleep at night. That's a great way to fall asleep and start to reprogram your energy and your physical body so that when you wake up, you're more receptive to help. Because knowing myself from experience, too, I wouldn't let people help me. I always did everything by myself. And, and I'm very good mm-hmm. at it. I can handle a lot of stuff by myself, but it's not very effective and it's exhausting. And just like how you like to help people, other people want to help other people too on the planet and we need to offer them opportunities mm-hmm. to help us. It allows us to have more intimate relationships and to be to feel that genuine sense of love. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, have a gorgeous yeah. day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Valerie, for calling in. Leaves another line open here at the Marie Manucherry Show. It's 877-825-8828. And uh, we are discussing about fear along with the show. It's a topic for the yeah. day. So uh, kind of an intense uh, subject matter, so to speak, for only half the show. I mean, you gotta... yeah, you're right. It is pretty intense. Uh, you know, it's funny is that, you know, uh, the areas of my life that are also challenging for me because we all have challenges. I kind of forget. You get so wrapped up in the mental dialogue in your head that you forget that you're recycling fear in your right. brain all day long. All day long. All day long. And it's not affecting anything positively. And and you're, you know, on this quest of, you know, uh, tremendous hours of dialogue that become more fearful by the second mm-hmm. that it, it makes it so difficult to manifest when we get in that chain of reaction. So what do you do, Benny, when you're in that place? Whew. Well, it's kind of tough depending on the situation. I mean, fear can, I mean, I obviously I could take, for example, being the you know parent for the first time. I mean, it's, it's kind of a simple one to go to an easy one. Uh, you have to absorb that everything's going to be okay, really. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's the tough part to get over as far as like, let's say it's the first, you know, day the boys were born and it's like, you have all these questions and, 
answers to or questions to be answered. And, and then next thing you know, you're like, well, wait, that was me 36 years ago. <laughs> Same situation. I'm still OK. And my yeah. parents are still OK. So you kind of have to put the reality back into check and to trump your fear. Oh, and, I love that idea. And you're not the only one. Right. Dealing with it. And there's probably like 500 to maybe 1,000 people going through the same thing you are right then and there, that very same minute across this vast nation of ours and you wow. know, the world. So I, I, so putting common sense into it. Yes. Because the mind takes you out of yeah. reality mm-hmm. because fear is truly an illusion. Yeah. You know? And if by chance something happens that we really wish wouldn't happen, it's meant to be. You know, Things are meant to occur. Not everybody stays on the planet till they're 90. You know, Not everybody's going to live close to their family forever Mm -hmm. you know it's there are things that are meant to happen that go beyond our physical perception of what normal looks like right wow it's a very profound it's very profound so elizabeth is now joining us from wisconsin elizabeth welcome to the marie manucherry show hi Vinny, and hi marie hi what can we do for you well i have glaucoma yeah and i've been meditating and having some reiki treatments and I'm really trying to focus my awareness on the eyes. Yeah. And I just went to the doctor this morning, and I'm not hitting that target pressure that they want to see. Right. And they're starting to run out of options, and surgery is not a good option, and that's the one that seems to be approaching. <laughs> <laughs> and fear is a part of this yeah, for me. Yeah, it's huge. And I just wonder if you have any suggestions for how I can look at this. Right. So there, there's going to be two ways that I'm going to suggest. And you are really scared, by the way. I wish I was right next to you right now giving you a big hug because oh. you are really scared. And it's, it's a scary thing to worry about one's vision, right? Yes. It's, um, so two things. The first one you're not going to like at all, so I apologize ahead of time, is that I would love for you to embrace what's going on. I want you to find beauty within it. And and sometimes from the human perspective, that's very challenging. So ask for help. Ask for the universe to show you whatever's in your highest good, what the beauty in this situation, because I promise you there is beauty. And then I want you to focus on that as much as possible. That will reduce the fear. And then second of all, eyesight has to do with not seeing oneself clearly. And, and in your case, as in the majority of the people that I speak to and work with, it's about something really amazing about you. Like you hold yourself back. You don't let yourself be super special. And, mm-hmm. and so that's, what, that's why you have glaucoma or any other situation with the eyes. That, oh. That's why you have that going on because you have refused to visit and become curious about your individuality and your magnificence. Wow. Yeah. So you've got two things you get to do, which could very well help the medication work better. Okay. Or if you decide to have surgery, if that's where everybody goes to, the surgery will work. Okay. Okay. So so this is about shifting energy. And notice how even when you said, okay, this second time, your energy went up. Yes. Okay. The other thing that um, I just scanned your body, what would be really nice is you also have some challenges receiving energy through the back of your heart chakra. And there's a beautiful exercise that you can do if you've read my book, and you don't have to, but if you've read my book, it's in Chapter 5, and it's at the, at the end of the chapter, it's called Receiving. Yes, uh, I have read that. Yay! So go back there, look at that exercise, and start doing it maybe five times a day. No one will know that you're doing it because okay. you, know, you don't have to talk to yourself even. It's a, a visualization technique, and you can be talking to someone while you're doing it. You're a good multitasker, so that won't be a problem. Okay. And then... You know, fall in love with you. 
get excited about that there's something special about you because there are many special things about everyone. Wow, that's so interesting because the ophthalmologist that I went to this morning, he's also a friend of mine, and he's leaving his practice, and he hugged me a couple times and said, you are such a special person. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just funny you would say that. Well, I think that now, now that this is on your radar, you're going to start to notice the universe speaking to you even through other human beings because our guides talk to each other. So I'm sure your guides are talking to your ophthalmologist guide. You know, we're trying to get her to see how magnificent she is. <laughs> you know, could you please tell her what's been in your heart about her? And and he did so beautifully. Wow. Yeah. So awesome. This is very exciting. Thank you so much, Marie. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. So, you know, Benny, I'm heading to Cortez Island next week. It's already I know. happening. I know. It's a shock. I'm blessed. Holly Hawk has asked me to come to their big retreat center where they serve vegan food that they grow in their backyard on this beautiful island that I'm going to fly into. And I get the privilege and the honor of spending five nights, days, nights, what is it? Five nights with a group of people um, who some of them, actually one of them is flying from Belgium to the retreat. I know. This is so exciting. I'm going to be tuning people to Reiki, one, maybe even two, because our class is small. Um, So I'm very, very excited. So there is room left. If you're interested, it promises to be a phenomenal moment in all of our lives because to be able to go away and unplug from your real world and to really sink in in a workshop environment with um, many talented workshop um, givers will be there. There'll be many people there on the island having all kinds of experiences. But we get to talk to each other at meal times and breaks because um, we, we teach for about three hours at a time and we take long breaks and we meet again later in the evening. So it'll be really lovely. I'm looking forward to it. If you want more information about um, the intuitive health workshop that I'm giving on Cortez Island, you can go to hollyhawk.ca. Um, and what's really nice about that event is it's very intimate and personal. It is so and intimate. And that's how you prefer your... I know. Kind of- it's so funny because I'm so excited that I get to spend this really quality time with a small group of individuals and just go very, very deep with every single one of them. And of course, I'm looking forward to all the things that will happen in their lives when they're done with this experience. You know, I hope they get all the tools that they need to really allow themselves to fly And I feel honored to have the opportunity to do so. And, of course, uh, I'll be in Laguna Hills first, uh, flying out tomorrow. So, Benny, you should come with me. (laughs) I don't know if me and my skirt will be able to leave the studio. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that you're very uh, needed here in the studio. We all appreciate the work that you do. I appreciate the invite, though. Oh, yes. Well, anytime. We'd love to have you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the show and for Kelly McGillis for coming into the studio earlier this morning and sharing Woman for One. Have a gorgeous day. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye.